Hi, you just made the right choice to listen to the Kindle Move podcast with Pastor Roderick Ejikum. We hope you're inspired even as you make time to listen to this message. All of a sudden, sometimes our teachers touched him. He stood there and he cried. He cried. He cried. Anybody that comes to see tears coming out of the The guy was making the, the thought of it enter into his heart. He cried. From there, when we left there, he was born again. He became born again and he lived this life of sacrifice for the Lord. Years later, when he, was, he, he, he died, they saw in his notes that he was, he was one that had the same sex struggle. But he never lived it out. Do you know why? Because he said, when you look at the sacrifice of Jesus, for him, Jesus thought about him and hung on the cross when he could have come down. He said, that love is such a great compelling force that he too will sacrifice that passion for Jesus. As a matter of fact, this is what God is talking about when he says, do you love me? Is that you understand that I loved you first. I gave myself to you first on the cross. Do you have many times Pilate asking, look, guys, let's face it. You small power you have. When someone comes to threaten you, you <laughs> you want to change your sleeping place and your parents' sleeping place. Small power you have. And can you imagine you having the power of the universe and then small guy, Pilate, is raising his hands and says, who are you? <laughs> uh, who are you? Oh. How many of you watch Hollywood movies? So you remove the hand and shovel, put it back in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Could have removed the hand and put it in his mouth. I said, next time you know who to talk about. <laughs> what they say to you, where you so unsafino. You could have done that. When they put on the you could have waited. They should just hang him on the cross and just he just comes out. Say, yeah, man. Aha. I, I I'm the guy. He didn't do he hung on the tree, he hung till he died. And he died the most painful death. And not just that, the most shameful of all death. And I think we have to look at as I said, let's go back and look at ourselves through the lens of Christ. The lens we are using is wrong. Look at how much God loved you. We can't live below that. Let me drum home a bit. Go to drum home the picture of what he's about to do. Called a, 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 what's it called? a priest. A priest who has about, you know, those days the priests, they have about 613 laws. 613 laws. God gave 10, they expanded 613. And you have to keep all of them. 613. You have to keep all of them. And he called the priest and tell the priest, go walk to the street and go and marry a prostitute. He says, go and marry a person. Do you know what it would take for the priest to come to the place of seeing himself? I'm at the prostitute level. Just think about it. You take it as somebody who you're wearing a suit, a white, white suit. And then they call you and say, go to the place where they do palm oil, red oil. And go... No, you just simply have to conclude that they <laughs> ain't 
<laughs> because hey, hey, it's not possible. I think I tried eating, eating soup. Palm no, palm no soup. Oh, hey, yeah. So in other words, the only way God could bring us out was to come to our level and become like us. So the Bible said he became like sin. The very thing he hated. The very thing that is found in his nature. Hey, I'm making some sense. I was listening to a message by one of the pastors I, I, I sent to one of my boys. And it, it really blew my mind. I said, look, God is so powerful. That's what the Bible said. The righteous are their bold as lions. And last time I was teaching, I said, there's no shadow of turning in God. There's no way you can tell when you see any shadow. God is plain, clear. And it says, God, it says, every being that God created before him knew that there's no weakness in God. It said, every being, they know. They've tried, they've said, that they were sought, they realized that this guy, there's no weakness. No, nothing, nothing. God will not forget himself and do the wrong thing, not for even a second. There's no way you can catch God in the wrong. God cannot be caught in the wrong. But guess what? Are you in the house? I can guess what? Are you in the house? It says, until God created man. And God put his breath in man. So when God put his breath in man, God put God in man. And he said, that's when God created weakness. The minute God created man, God had created weakness. And the devil said, now we will get him. And because they knew that one of the, the most precious thing to God is that thing he has created. Hey, I'm going to give some sense somebody. Yeah. You are the most precious thing God has created. Look at the one they said, you are the most precious thing God has created. Tell the person, oh, I can't just shake and say, you are the most precious. No, look at them in the face. Look, look at them. Look at them. Eyeball to eyeball. I see you're about to propose to them. Eyeball to eyeball. Eyeball to eyeball. Are you about to propose? I see you're about to propose and tell them you are the most precious thing God has ever created. <laughs> oh, tell the one you are the most precious thing. Tell them, tell them. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. Ephesians 1 7. Ephesians 1 7. One seven. He says what? He's so rich in kindness. And what? <laughs> let's read, let's all read that part. Let's read that. He's so what? Rich in what? In kindness and grace. That what? <laughs> read it again. Read it again. Uh-huh. The guy's kindness is to a nonsense level. I like the way someone put it this way. So look, granted I have a friend who is a kind person, a good person. And it has gotten to a place where they're about to do the most injustice to the friend. I can get to a place where I want to take the person's place. Me, I want to do something. I'll put my reputation whatever I possess online, to defend the person because I believe the person is good. But in no way will I put my son life in jeopardy for my friend, no matter how good he is. Think about it. 
Because the love we have, the love we have for our children, not, I haven't given birth, but I have a <laughs> But the love a parent has for a, a, the children is to another le- level. You see, men are hard hard to they, they give birth, they give birth to children, they carry their children, and then they start becoming soft. They come, they become cool, they start crying. Because there's something. I remember one friend, one of the friends was telling me, he said, Look, he said, Pastor, oh, the love is just something else. They don't know where it's coming from, but I didn't although be <laughs> now listen, that guy guy is crying. <laughs> but here's the here's the situation. God's richness in kindness and grace is to the degree that he offered his son, not even for perfect people. Come on, let's put our hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. He offered his son to for imperfect people. Not that he did not know. It's not that he was just there and said, ah, son, now you're perfect. It's not like a case you have got to defend. The evidence comes around. Hey, son, I don't know you. No, he was fully aware of the weakness and He's so aware of our willingness to even reject him. But yet, he's so rich in kindness. Have you guys had those people that are so kind that the last food they have in there, they're going to take and, and, and give it away? Yeah. The father went inside, picked his best, and gave it. He said, Maybe I'll win Michael. I'll win Dr. Benjamin. I'll win. Are you with me? That's what, that's, that's, that's what he said. Look, if, if I could get a chance to win him, I won't fail. I'll offer my son. How do you see yourself other than this? How do you see yourself other than this? Some of you are seeing yourself through your boyfriend's words. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Some of you are seeing yourself through some girls be, that their leg is like, I don't know whether it's K or it's W or what, 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 whatever. What are you talking about? <laughs> and because she says you are, you are not answering for me, and then you have also concluded, I'm not good enough. Yeah, you are not serious in this life. Eh? <laughs> Shake your name and say, be serious, be serious, be serious. You are, you are seeing yourself you are seeing yourself in the eyes of the number one enemy of God the devil and what does the devil tells you you are a sinner that's what it tells you the devil tells you you are a sinner you are a fornicator he says you are good for nothing you always come and say you can't do anything you will fail and you are choosing the devil's side over God's side no that's not fair Look at the one that says, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Shake your neck and say, that's not fair. That's not fair. Now, I said this to say this. Listen, listen, listen. Let me do this. Listen. Your sight is important because it determines whether you win or lose in the battle. Remember, listen. Listen, guys. Sometimes we think that in this life, everything is stacked up against us. But it's not true. Sometimes when you see somebody win, it's because they have good sight. David and Goliath. Classic example was a guy to I'm talking about what about Goliath? <laughs> the guy was tall so much that when he shouts, according to the Bible, all the armies of Israel ran 
and they go and hide. The guy was skilled at war. Is how do you call it? His sword alone, they can't even carry. Powerful guy. But when David, the guy showed up on the scene, he saw the guy like a dog. Uh, it is said, listen, let me show you. It is said that the reason why the lion is the king of the jungle because, is because when the lion sees, um, when, the, uh, when um, the elephant sees the lion, he sees eater. When the lion sees the elephant, he sees food. Meanwhile, the lion is not the fastest animal, not the strongest, not the smartest. As long as among its breed, among its uh, uh, family, is the is the ladies who are the strongest. They even go hunt, but the lion is the king. Why? Because the lion has a good sight of himself. How do you know? Because when he comes to any place, he roars. Oh, what are you talking about? When he gets to a place, say yes, I'm here. Everything else is food for me. <laughs> Everything else is food. Everything, I will chop it. I will chop it. I will chop the bones. I will chop. That's how the lion sees. It's your side to determine. David looked at Goliath and says, Ah, this is food for me. He said, this is going to be the means for my glorification. This is going to be the means for all to see that God is with me. What are you talking about? Oh, are you in the house? Shake your nose and say, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Tell me, what are you looking at? Look at it. Tell me, what is your sight set on? What is your sight set on? Young people, let me tell you something. Life has Goliath. Hey. Hey. <laughs> One of the painful Goliaths in this life is sickness. You see, when you are young, listen, when you are young, your body works well because it has not exerted itself to the degree where weariness comes in. But naturally, as you grow, the body becomes tired. And then all of a sudden, things that didn't used to worry you, all of a sudden, are now worry you. Your body that could break down milk, now cannot break milk anymore. Common milk, you eat, you run. Yeah, all of a sudden, life is not as sweet as you used to see it. All of a sudden, why is it that you go to club, you don't see old people in clubs anymore? <laughs> all the light, the light, you said, no, 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 I don't, many, many. <laughs> no, the noise, the noise, they say, that was weird, did it? Life. Has, has Goliath. I know I remember somebody said, look, and it's true. Sickness can take away your money, can take away your confidence. Sickness can take you away from people. Now, and hear me, hear me well. As you are young like this, it's easy for you to allow things to slide, not to look at yourself perfectly in the eyes of the Lord. When sickness comes, the Goliath of sickness comes. I'm telling you, it's not your pastor that will scream it away. Sometimes you have to look at that sickness and tell the sickness, not in this house. But the only way you can say that is when you have seen yourself in the word. You have seen yourself the way God says you are. Then you can boldly look at the sickness and say, not in this house. There are a lot of things we permit is because we are not looking at ourselves through the eyes of the word. 
If you allow certain lifestyles, certain lifestyles will bring some sickness. It's normal. Allow certain lifestyles, it will bring some sickness. Allow depression. You're always depressed. Depression comes with sickness. Basically, you always complain my back, my this, my here, my here. Everything says, everything, you are taking medicine for something. And that's because you have allowed that in. The same way, guys, listen. The same way as you allow on um, uh, unholy living, it comes along with all problems. Unholy living comes along with um, delayed breakthroughs. It's normal. Things you should break and deal with it at the gate, it will take you the next 20 years to do. Yeah. I'm telling you, from the beginning, it looks fun. But then you see it with time. Things that you're supposed to have accomplished in this life as a child of God, things that people are accomplishing in six months, you are going to use 20 years to accomplish those things. It's because you have allowed it. You have not spoken to the Goliath of sin in, 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 at the door and tell the Goliath of sin that not in my house. Not in my house. This thing must stop. Now, it looks okay. Sometimes we can entertain some sin in our lives, but the most painful thing is to see the same sin in our children. What you don't deal with it now, your child is about to bear it. So the Goliath, you don't deal with it now, you're going there, so, oh, a small fornication, <laughs> you laugh about it. Your child is coming. Your child is Because how, what is the sight you're going to give your child? You're going to give your own sight to it. To him. You're going to talk about your own experience. You're going to say, could you, could you just, I didn't understand it, yo. <laughs> Am I preaching a word to somebody? Hallelujah. We have to deal with the Goliath. David's ground on beating the guy was how he saw the guy. And how do we know how he saw the guy? Because the guy told him, Am I a dog that you are coming against me with a stool? Did David call him dog? No. But how David was preparing himself to deal with him, he could see how David saw. And how did David see him? David saw him based on how he saw himself in the wilderness, in the backyard. The days of your struggles and difficulties are the days God is building a better side of you. Oh, Am I talking somewhere in the house? Yeah. The ministry and this toughness that we are dealing with, we start, we didn't start now. It was in the wilderness when we didn't have money. That's when God built in us. One of my friends told me something. He said, look, Rod, you are the only one who can handle this utensil. I said, why? He said, look at all these beautiful fine babes. You haven't chopped, chopped them. He said, well, as we have chopping on them. <laughs> I'm telling you, our friends have they said, if we were that, all these beautiful girls, some of them say, we have the girls, these girls. I say, you're wrong here and there, brother. Because in the wilderness, God built that in me. That's what he did. God built that. Some of us, the excuse why we do so is because we didn't have this. We don't have this. We don't have this. That's why I'm a bad boy. I don't have this. That's why this is happening. No. In that difficult time, God is there to give you a better side of yourself. When you don't have money, God wants you to be a person of integrity. God wants you to do what? I can God wants you to be what? When you don't have a girl, a wife, when you don't want, is it? When you don't have a wife, 
What does, what does God want you to do? Keep it where? Keep it where? <laughs> or tell a person, put it in the leave it in the. Tell the show draws, show draws, leave it in the. Tell the show draws. How do you. No, 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 just, guys, just think about it. Just think about it. Because I don't have a girlfriend, every woman I whip it out. Because I don't have a girlfriend, any woman I, I whip it out. That's your argument. Because I don't have one, every woman you whip it out. Well, how would you look like when you have one? Have, 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 you, seen, have you seen how ridiculous that ideology is? So when you don't have, that is more the reason to keep it in your pants. So that when you have that one, the two of you can enjoy it. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Shake your neighbor nest and say, neighbor, your wilderness is a place God is building a good sight out of you. Amen. And lastly, let me say this. And lastly, one of the greatest lies the enemy has told us and the sight we have. Listen, how many of you have watched this movie, Coming to America Before? Uh-huh. When he was supposed to have married, and he brought a woman, and he said, no, I want to go search. And the, wife, the, husband, the, the father agreed. The father said, go and sow your wild oats. Sow your wild oats. It means that go out there and go and chip. And it is usually, and listen, it's a, it's a philosophy of, a, of the worldly system. That when you are young, is the time where you go wild and sow your seed in the streets. This philosophy is, is put in every movie, every music, everywhere. And this philosophy gives us a certain sight. So once you see somebody, a part of you want to just soil yourself into the person. <laughs> Are you guys with me? But listen to me. Guys, listen. For marriage to succeed, it requires a certain focus. Listen, for marriage to succeed, it requires what? And that focus must have been developed before you enter marriage. So if you live your life soiling, I said, I, I, I even told one guy, I said, look, the rate at which you've been in, your, in relationship, I become, I become concerned for you in marriage. You have you have changed too many women. I said, look, you have changed too many women. When you see your wife, you look at it, you'll you be expecting uh, yes, yes. You expect the wife's hands. You're looking for this one's feet. You're looking for this one's breast. Because you have changed too many women. Too much. Too much. Let me show you. Marriage. You have to stay focused. That's one of the keys to success in marriage. Focus. Focus. And if you have not built it in your, in, your, in your single days, you can't get it done in marriage. Small more, you say, I want to go. Small, you say, I, I don't think this is for me. I think I, I chose the wrong woman. You chose what? You chose my best serious. <laughs> Tonight, I came to challenge you. Hey, have I helped you? Your sight, your sight, your sight. If there's anything I want to say, listen, guys. And sometimes, when you're a shepherd, you have a shepherd's heart. Sometimes, you know, after Jesus has said in public, when he meets them in quiet, he's seen further. 
is going further because you know your sheep, you know your people, and your heart yearns and burdens for them. Young people, listen, listen to me. Don't waste these seasons and this time of your life. And one of the things I want to challenge you in this month is that use your season of your of your youth to have a better sight about your life. One of the things you should do, listen, one of the things you should do, now sometimes you have, you have these cards as scriptures on it, but look, go on, go on the net and write how Christ sees him, scriptural verses, or how God sees him, and write those scriptures. After you write those scriptures, listen, memorize them. Every day speak to yourself. Speak. Oh my God. Speak to yourself. Look, the devil doesn't like you. If you, if God will show you how the devil sees you, eh, eh, I'm telling you, but most of us are careless with our sight. You see, if you have the right sight, when you pick, you pick the internet and you see somebody who's removing themselves, saying something you know that it's not something to look at, you skip it. Sometimes you close your phone, you move away from them. Some of you, the friends you have, they are just wrong friends. They are wrong, wrong friends. They don't make you see yourself in Christ. One of the things that really appalls me are Christians that laugh at other at, uh, Christian young people that laughs at other, other Christians and say, We are Christians, I don't know, we are not too much. We are Christians. Hey, there's never too much Christ. So. Listen, there's never too much Christ. That's why we don't even have enough of Him. Nobody has ever had too much of Christ. I'm telling you. Just that quiet time, you do five minutes, uh, ten minutes, and say, my, my, my quiet time. That is not enough for you to see yourself well. It's not enough. That's why we are struggling with things. We are struggling. I have one of, one of my boys, and it breaks my heart. Recently we were talking. And the level of, of the things he's dealing with. And, all, and he's born again. I'm telling you, you're born again believers. I just want to say, look, you see yourself wrongly. Sometimes you just have to look at the devil and scream in your room and say, no! You have to speak to that evil, that Goliath, and say, no, this thing, I won't allow it. Even, I'm telling you, even to the level of poverty, you have to speak to it, get up, quote the scripture and say, me, I will not fall. Me, it will not fail. That thing, I didn't, I'm not sure. I'm not, you know what? Look, Let's stop some places by this side of you have given me the train. Stop looking at yourself and says, I'm a youth. Christ or youth. 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 In the year, youth. 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 Look. Start dealing with the demons in your house. And deal with the new demons. Once I have a demon, they don't walk alone. They don't walk alone. They come. Jesus asked, who is there? He said, we are legion. The doors. The doors were. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the demon of lies that you entertain, you think it's just lies, it's coming from fiction. The demon, that's what it is. Or the, the demon of lies, it comes with stealing. The demon of, 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 of not being kind, it's coming with other things. You have to deal with it, young people. 
Let's stop playing this Christian thing as if we are children, we don't know what we are doing, and take it serious. Am I making some sense? See yourself the way God has called you, and I believe that we, like David, will slay every Goliath in our path for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's rise up on your feet, lift up your hands, say, God. Thank you, and God bless you for listening to this message. Now you can get interactive with Pastor Roderick Ejikum on his social media handles. On Facebook, it's Roderick Ejikum. Instagram, Roderick Ejikum. And on Twitter, at Roderick Ejikum. You could also get interactive with Christ for Youth International. On Facebook, it's Christ for Youth International. Instagram is at ConnectCYI. And on Twitter, at ConnectCYI. This has been the Kingdom Move Podcast. Thank you and stay blessed.